Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 78, A Tree for Unk. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play a message from Joel Waller, who I mentioned in the outgoing message from Episode 76. Joel now lives in Pittsburgh, and I am delighted to have recorded his response via telephone. We will hear it immediately following the message, which comes from the spring of 1989 and is about two minutes and ten seconds long. Here we go. Hey, Paul, it's Joel. Um, it's been a long time. I just found this postcard here, which I wrote to you a couple weeks ago. I didn't mail, I guess. Um, it says, Paul, love you, sorry, it's taking so long to write. Same old crap, you know, reading and writhing. Yuck, 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 yuck. Flat broke, I mean, stop flat. No money, steamroll, flat broke. But maybe I'll get out uh, here soon, in Chicago. Soon enough, anyway. I guess I mean out of here, Columbus, or out there, I don't know. Anyway, soon enough, anyway. Planted uh, a tree for Unk. Felt good. Going to Florida for bonus high school graduation. Nice for a change, might be weird. Usually I send a family once a year. Subject and narrative class was great. Great pop, but probably getting sick of myself facing it. Subtly egomaniacal. So I said an attitude. I can spell it, but you know. I can't help it. I was born bad. Maybe I'll change. <laughs> Depression. Not real change. Let me know what's up. I hope things are good slash better. I know the quote, what to do with myself, quote, crisis. And then at the end it says, Joel wrote this. That's the line I stole from Peter. I used to write. Peter wrote this, this postcard. So anyway, so you know, that's the postcard I never sent. But, um, I don't know, man. Anyway, I got a lot of shit in my mind, and, uh, I was kind of unloaded on you, but I think I'll just, um, try back, you know? It's a lot of time. Take it easy, man. Bye. Western 
whatever, it did not end well. I think it's probably like a lot of people's story. He got in the Navy because he got into trouble as a teenager, and he got a bad discharge. He got into more trouble while he was in the Navy. Then you get locked up. I think smuggling pot, and I think in New Mexico, he got busted, and they luckily traded him to Wisconsin. Prison systems had some kind of a arrangement. So what do you learn in prison? So eventually he got his graduate degree in petty crimes after getting busted repeatedly. Yeah, he, he went on the lamp. But that's, I guess, not the real story. I mean, he would take me camping as a kid. He he was very important to me. We we exchanged letters. I'd go visit him in prison. You know, we connected over music. We went 60 John Prine. He took me to see John Lee Hooker at Summerfest, Muddy Waters. He was the, the young, hip guy. That's where I also got a lot of, I think, my political attitudes. I mean, I remember getting into trouble with my stepfather because I started calling Nixon King Richard and Chicky Dick, picking that up for my uncle. He was a hippie, and he, he could do everything himself. He's raising chickens for a while and raised parakeets for sale, and he would use plastic and create these greenhouses. And he grew his own, own weed, but he's growing other stuff too, and he could fix anything. He, you know, lived on the road. He spent a lot of time in the summer, I think, up in Wisconsin with my Aunt Sally, and then m- much of the year down in Florida. So my mom planted a tree for him in Florida, and... She knew exactly where the tree was and could go visit it, and that's fine, but the tree's not there anymore. Anyway, my mad idea was to go plant a tree in the middle of the woods where I'd never be able to find it again. So I went and got lost, and I had a blue spruce for my Uncle Marty, which I planted in the, I guess it's the Wayne National Forest in Ohio, kind of south and a bit east of Columbus. My idea is, in case anything happened to the tree, I'd be I'd be depressed if I went back and saw it. You know, not a healthy tree. So anyway, I have this image in my mind forever because I'll never find that tree of a really healthy, now huge blue spruce for Marty. The image of a massive blue spruce that blends into the canopy of the Wayne National Forest is a beautiful memorial to Joel's uncle. The Wayne National Forest extends over 250,000 acres across the Appalachian foothills. It was created in 1934 on land that had been decimated by a combination of oil drilling, mining, and logging dating back to the early 19th century. As part of FDR's New Deal, workers in the Civilian Conservation Corps helped to reforest the hillsides and build a recreational infrastructure. The federal government continued to add land to the forest over the following decades, but in the 1980s, conflicts developed between those who supported preservation and those who supported continued industrial exploitation. Yet, given the decades-long decline of coal industries in the Appalachian region, some now believe outdoor recreation in places like the Wayne National Forest could lead to a more sustainable economy for Southeast Ohio. All right, that's it for this week. I am grateful to Joel for sharing his reflections. If you have something to share, please contact me through my website, pfoach.com. If that something is a little cash to back this podcast, I am in the third week of my annual fundraiser. To participate, simply find my username, pfoach, 
at either Cash App or Venmo and contribute what you can. PFOCH is spelled P, F like in Frank, O, T, S, C, H. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.